0: Hey y'all, welcome to the Champagne Wives Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly.
1: And I'm your co-host, Nicole. Hey Kel. Hi, Boo. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. My yeah. voice is coming back a little bit, but yeah. it's still a little raspy. It's a little raspy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but feeling good. <laughs> feeling great. Feeling better. Better. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm coming up out of the Say it. What what is it? The lunar eclipse, eclipse season. The eclipse season. Mm-hmm. So I'm at like the end. <laughs> Of my eclipse season, yeah. and I feel pretty good actually. Yeah. I've I've been I'm through really I've been this. to hell and back for yeah. the last two weeks, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah, so I, I am not even into astrology. You are I am not. But this—that was the only way that I could explain, like, mm-hmm. literally how what the hell was going on. What the hell was, the was, last, was like, going on weeks. with me? Was like it was a deep on a deep emotional level. Yeah. Like, a very 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 deep emotional and spiritual level and so on the other side of this I kind of feel like there's been like a rebirth so to speak mm. and um mm. so yeah I, I, it was looking kind of it was looking bleak a couple
1: <laughs> weeks ago child <laughs> <word> it <laughs> I
0: was, I was like bleak I was like
1: take me now take me to,
0: take me to the king child because I I just it was too much it was literally too much but I'm'm I'm, I'm almost through it
1: you''re you're, you're through it So, yes, we're not going to spend a lot of time. You know, I like astrology, Uh, but your Scorpio moon and your Scorpio rising went through the ringer um, from basically October 25th through November 8th.
0: I'm hoping, though, that I got what I needed Needed. to get from this. This was a very deep. It was very deep, deep. Deep. Eclipse. Yeah, so I, I'm hoping though that like I got what I needed to get, and it wasn't just like a waste mm-hmm. of like. Oh, it wasn't. Okay, it was okay. It I, wasn't. Yeah, I hope it's just not a fluke. I hope that like mm-hmm. this feeling on the other side of this like mm-hmm. I'll maintain, mm-hmm. you know,
1: for like the until the next it's, time. It's jam. supposed to pretty much take you through like May of next year. Okay, so the, all the lessons, everything that exited your world, yes. the, like during this eclipse season exited for a reason, Mm -hmm. things that don't serve us. We let them stay where they are. And it's really about taking the lessons from the introspective work that we did. And carrying them through. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, welcome. Thank you. To the other side. (laughs) Um, Can I just give you a round of applause for like (laughs) helping me navigate through this? Because the way you were like, oh, I didn't want to tell you, but you're like, you're like, I didn't want to tell you, but since you're up, you're coming into like a rough season, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you could have warned me or prepared me. But I think if you would have told me, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would have believed you as mm-hmm. much as like I believed you when I was actually in it and looking for like an explanation as to why yeah. I was going through it. And so just having you there to hold my hand and help like navigate Thank me through you. that was everything. you
1: Goodbye. Right. I mean, we start, and um, for me, it like, it, it's odd because I'm a Taurus sun. So it hit me on the front end and it hit you on the back end, mm-hmm. um, which is odd because it was a lunar eclipse in Taurus, which is where it should have affected me, but it affected you with all your Scorpios. And I was just here to provide guidance when it looked like things were <laughs> okay, getting to the point Cleo, of no return. Um, I know
0: you were, you were just like. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. Saying, I'm like, Kelly, this is what you're going through. This is your experience. And she started reading. I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Girl, And sending me stuff from like, people online. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Oh, yeah. So, ooh. ooh. Thank you. Every time. Every time. I'm glad <laughs> it didn't spill over, y'all. Because the way right. the, the GPS had us.
1: Bumping girl, bumping. <laughs> On the back roads. I promise you, we're going to get our lives together. <laughs> One day. We're going to get One us together. Day. So still so excited about the last episode that we released, um, Love and Sex Therapy. Oh, my God. I
0: love that episode so much. The people so love much. it, too. I'm
1: sure. Like, it, it was just so good. The people love it, too. And um, there were times where I was like, I cannot believe we're talking about this. I cannot believe we're talking about this. But I was so happy that we were talking about yeah. it. Um, and when we were having the discussion with um, Tamara, One of the things that she had mentioned was how people are, um, you know, really concerned more often than they probably should be about the optics, what people think about them. Um, And maybe they're staying in relationships a little longer than they should on Mm -hmm. account of how it will be perceived if they were to leave a relationship. Yeah, And it, it got me thinking about what is it? In our, it may, actually, had me ask the question, what is it that goes on in our minds, mm-hmm. right, as women, um, that has us staying in situations that don't serve us? And are those lessons taught to us at a younger age, right? Yeah. That are just kind of carrying, we're carrying with us through our lives. Yeah. And as we were episode planning, one of the, the thoughts that you had had was like, hey, like, what is something that you would, you know, tell your younger self? Yeah. Right. And what's what's the advice that your younger self needed to hear? Um and I'll but, be honest, like it might have been, hey, don't stay in that relationship as long as you probably have because yeah. it doesn't serve you. That yeah. would have been a wonderful piece of advice to get when I was you know in my teens, yeah. So thought it would be good for us to just talk about, yeah, what are some of those nuggets and bits yeah. of advice that you wish or that you would tell your younger self today, yeah. given so your experiences. Be the Cheers. woman
0: that you needed as a girl, right? Bingo. Be the woman that you needed as a girl. Mm-hmm. Cheers. So, yeah. I See, for me, I think it's a lot deeper. And we talked about it on the episode with Tamara. Um, just a little bit, like, surface level. like Because we talked about the work that needed to be done on the side of a partner who is toxic, right? Who's bringing toxicity to the relationship. Yeah. We talked about the narcissist and the level of work in depth that they needed to kind of go into to kind of resolve whatever their issues were that were internal, to help them kind of overcome being a narcissist. But right. I think work needs to be done on the other side too, in different kind of work, right? And so I think that when people stay in a situation that does not serve them longer than they should, when like all the signs are there, all the red flags are there, I think there are some deep rooted issues there as well within the person yeah within that person and it may be due to you know self-esteem you know I mean just insecurity just based off of maybe previous relationships or you know how they were raised things maybe they liked as a child or as a little girl that just maybe not um that they're not confident in their own self-worth yeah
1: and confidence We think that it's very common, and I think uh, we we always talk about social media, and um, it looks like everybody has a whole bunch of self confidence on social media, but a lot of that is a facade um, and a mask, right? Uh, To to mask a lack of confidence. Um, How I would a question: What did you do when you were young? Like, what are the things that like you or your friends did to kind of instill and or build confidence? Girl,
0: again. Literally, I swear, like, you know, I had a great family. Mom was there, dad was there, sister was there. But I think that, you know, as girls and as women, we're not necessarily made in like a cookie cutter form Mm -hmm. of like, uh, in the image of like our mothers. So there's different interests, different desires, Mm -hmm. you know, different dreams and different goals. And so I didn't have the tools as a child um, to identify. What the things were that I was missing? I didn't have the verbiage, right? right? I didn't have the words, and so um, I think as I got older, I built a community of ladies or friends um, to lean on, to watch, to learn from, to grow, to you know, share ideas. Right. And we talked about this, right? Like for the longest time, I was just like very guarded and closed off with like the people that I allowed into my life and yep. my friendship circle. I had to
1: but, fight and right? my
0: way in. But, exactly, but as I've gotten older, I've realized that, you know, you can experience people in different ways and people, certain people, I'm not saying like let everybody in, but certain people right. can add just such a great value to your life. Oh. And I take away from my friendships or different women, the things that I want and the things that you know I want to be right and so I think that is important I think surrounding yourself with a sister circle of people that you can learn from grow from talk to emulate etc.
1: Girlfriends I think growing up I underestimated the importance of you know having a really great group of girlfriends in my life and Um, I always was that person who had individual friendships, really close and deep relationships individually, but collectively, not so much. Um, And I'm with you. As I have gotten older, I have literally been so intentional about making sure that I build my village and Mm -hmm. have my village of women who are very much kind of representative of all the sides and dimensions of Nicole. Yeah. Um, So... You know, there's going to be the wild and crazy part of the village. There's going to be the, I just want to be at home and relax part of the village. Yeah. Um, the ones that, you know, are going to literally look deep into my soul and tell me, yeah. you know, this this isn't serving you, part yeah. of the village. So, yeah, um, having that group of, oh, so yeah. important. And has helped me figure out who I am, mm-hmm. right? Because you got to wonder, like, why have as this collection of dynamic women come together and right. realize well because you are a dynamic woman right right um, and so it really helped me inst- build confidence mm-hmm. and it instilled confidence in me um, as I continue to try and age gracefully right <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and I think that
0: that is taking care of yourself is such <clears throat> of the utmost importance mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of the times you know, as, you know, as girls, we grow into women and we don't necessarily deal with, like, our childhood yep. traumas, right? And there's different degrees. Mm-hmm. Not to say that, yep. like, all traumas are just, like, really deep wounds. But right. I feel like no one is, ha- no one goes unscathed, right? Everyone has their issues. And I think, you know, going from a girl to a woman, those issues that you have don't necessarily go away. right? And... If you don't really do the work really to kind of take care of yourself and try to heal some of those wounds that you experienced as a child, there is a possibility where you may have on the paper, on paper, be amazing, have all the things, beautiful, accomplished, Mark, but have such a deep level of insecurity that you're not able, even able to identify why.
1: Identify why or even be able to receive and or welcome good exactly blessings into your life. Exactly. Um and, and yeah, and trauma is definitely um relative, but as as you do grow up, like you said, no one's really unscathed from it. But what I what I know to be true is how you handle it, how you do it. The lens through which you look at it, and yes, the the work that you're willing to do. I think all that in concert mm-hmm. allows for you to not have that define you, right? right? And define how you show up. Right. Define how you show up in relationships. How you show up in friendships, etc.
0: Yeah. And now it's so easy to access information. I mean, outside mm-hmm. of your group of friends and you know the women that you surround yourself with and look to. There's so much. Online, that you can Google. Yeah, Google. Like, we always joke about it, Mm -hmm. but like, if if I had this information at my fingertips in my 20s, I'd be a different bitch. I'd be a whole different bitch. Like, child, (laughs) girl, like, girl, I swear to God, like, it would be like no nonsense. And I I have so much respect for like the generation under us Mm -hmm. because I feel like they do have such a high level of confidence and they. very low tolerance for bullshit and so when a situation does not serve
1: them they're out they're out they're out and they're not necessarily making they're not taking a whole lot of time to make the decision no they're realizing that like this is not aligned to you know the highest version of myself or going to help me become that highest version of myself i'm out
0: as good as it may look on paper right Right. this guy may may you know do all the things and provide all the things but not showing up you know, emotionally in one way or, or the other. And they're just willing to, you know, take that L, you and know, move on for their peace, child, for their peace. It was just priceless. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so happy but envious of that because had I had the tools in my toolbox mm-hmm. in my 20s, I mean, I just, you know, I think the level of empowerment, you know, yeah. that it would have given me at that young of an age would have just been so, so amazing and pivotal in my
1: life. Yeah, but and I would say we didn't we don't know what we don't know, That's right? True. And we didn't know what we didn't know back then. I mean, the images and examples that we had were, you know, people staying in jobs. For years, years at a time, and now millennials are like, "Oh, what? You don't right. uh, let me bring my pet to work? I'm out. I'm out." Right? Um, so we stayed in jobs. Right. Our parents stayed in jobs for years. For years. Yes, at a time. the stability. They stayed the work in relationships hard. Relationships for years, decades, even though those relationships didn't necessarily serve them. So we didn't know what we didn't know. But I feel so thankful to be in the generation that is um, that had the opportunity the to see yeah. that but also sees how brave and emboldened these younger generations are and do not feel that far removed yeah. from being able to take some of that and apply it mm-hmm. to my personal life, right? Yeah. And say, all right, like this, this doesn't serve me or this job doesn't serve me. This yeah. relationship doesn't, doesn't serve, serve me. me. So yeah. I'm going to make the conscious decision to exit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think that, you know, to your point, we were raised with a, a, a sense of different values. Mm-hmm. Right. Like go to school, be independent, work hard, you know, get a career. There's so many alpha
1: females in this. Exactly. There's so many (laughs) alpha females in this generation. Exactly.
0: So many alpha females in this generation. But we're talking about healing. We're mm -hmm. talking about something else. And mm -hmm. so I do agree with you that we're just we were born in the on the cusp. Mm -hmm. We still have like some of those old school values, Mm -hmm. but we're not too far removed from this newer generation where we can apply some of what's going on today in our lives because we're still you know young enough to be able to do
1: so thousand percent so let's talk a little bit about this younger generation that um, has so much access Mm -hmm. and the blessing and yet the curse of having so much access because I feel like yes if if you have good people around you you are able to have a strong sense of discernment around what it is that you want to take and what it is that you're just going to leave where it is, yeah. according to what you see maybe on the internet, social media, what have you. Yeah. But the downside is that, you know, people who don't necessarily have that level of discernment are making decisions that look good, Mm -hmm. but they're not necessarily looking at it through a very realistic lens. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think about that for my daughter, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, as we always say, don't always believe what you see on social media mm-hmm. because at the end of the day what works for one might not work for right. another mm-hmm. you know, so um as can we just
0: talking about the social media era because my daughter she's on like she's not on tiktok i won't let her have a tiktok but she's on like yeah we don't do tiktok and she was just like uh i have such and such followers and i'm like stop right there mm-hmm. um followers on social media does not matter it does not validate you don't worry about that like starting now Because, again, like, we're still at that age where we understand what is in front of our girls, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we're not too far removed from what's going on today in Mm -hmm. pop culture and in the culture Mm -hmm. and society that we are blind to what they may potentially face in the future. And so, for me, it, like, starts right there. Like, that is not important don't worry about the level of followers. Just do your thing. You like to dance. That's great. But it doesn't matter who is following you, who's not. Because all that matters is that you're loved right. deeply.
1: Deeply. And that is a, I know last season we had the, you know, 20-something shenanigans episode. Mm-hmm. Where we were like, what's something that you would tell your 20-something-year-old self? And it, it, to me, that it was very, very hard to separate these two episodes because that, that need for validation the, the the number of followers the number of likes and to me again that translates to the need for validation or just get, getting endorphins from yeah. that um that is one thing that i just feel like I, I like you need to make sure that my daughter understands and even my son just yeah. understands hey look here's the foot. yeah End of the day, it's it's not about what everyone else thinks about mm-hmm. you and how much everyone else likes you, but do you like and love yourself? That part. Do you like and love yourself? And have you spent and taken the time to get to know who you are? Yes. Your likes, your dislikes, what motivates you? What are your needs? What are your wants? And are you satisfied with the person yeah. that you go to sleep with or as every night and wake up as every morning? Yeah,
0: exactly. I have work on being in love with the person in the mirror. Who has been through so much, but is still standing. And I mean, that is the story of my life. That that is like my testament, Mm -hmm. like legitimately. And, you know, when when we talk about, you know, this episode and just kind of being the woman that you needed as a girl, I think that, you know, and we've talked about it before, you know, when you know better, you do better. Right. And so the things that we wanted potentially as children, or little girls is what we try to give to our kids our daughters today and so i think some maybe some things that like for me like words of affirmation right like i have sticky notes in my mirror that like i post and i just read every day you know what i mean and so just being able to talk myself up in like maybe tough times or times that i'm not feeling the greatest is a huge help for me um having a voice know my voice matters and my voice is important and yeah. i also make sure that my daughter knows that her opinion matters it doesn't matter that she's a child mm-hmm. she has a voice and she has an opinion and i encourage her so much so to use that and yeah. not not dim that yeah
1: you know it's interesting uh that on the voice part and then we'll talk about words of affirmation so my my daughter it, she has stickies around her room like you are beautiful. You are smart. You are kind. You are this. You are that. And I'm just like, okay. First of all, I had absolute vodka posters all around <laughs> my wall, which probably explains a lot. Right. I had like, girl, like hip hop like, hip-hop, like singers,
0: yeah. like singers and stuff what like that. Like, we know it was R and B. It was it was seven you know, bitch.
1: Child, you know, I know it was seven Campbell wall. all day. <laughs> seven Campbell on the wall, child. Joe to see all we know, of them. We know. So. You know, she she has this up here. And I'm just like, it wasn't even anything that, like, I told her to do. She did it on her own. And I just say, I always say my daughter is such a cooler version of me. Like yes, I say, I wish I could agree. be you when I grow up. Right. And then she's also, going back to the voice comment, she's, she is a think, she talks a lot. Talks a lot. But she has moments where she gets abundantly quiet. And I'm always like. And I'm I'm wondering, are you really just like glazed over, not thinking about anything, or is something going through your mind? And even earlier this week, I asked your daughter the same question, I'm like, what are you thinking? Because both of them kind of went they off just into go this. off, child. I just stare, glassed over, and I'm right. like, What are you thinking? Right. And she said nothing. I said, Are you thinking about something? You just don't want to me?" She's like, No, I'm really
0: not thinking about
1: anything. And my daughter's just this girl. That's peace.
0: That's when you
1: you just that peace. That's peace on me. a whole other level, child. You, I want something exactly. But you could just zone out with your eyes open, child. Like what? That's, that's peace. That's peace on a whole another level. And it's not even like we were in a peaceful place. We were in the middle of the Astros parade. Yeah, shout out to the Astros who won the World Series. We were at the parade, and it was chaos and craziness all over the place. And how she was able to find that level of peace in the middle of all
0: the midst chaos of it all. God,
1: wow, I was completely reeling on the inside,
0: but <laughs> you made—I mean, you made I pushed it. through. You pushed through. I pushed through. Speaking of like using your sister circle to mm. do things that like you mm-hmm. outside of your box and your comfort zone—that yes. was definitely one of them. Yes. So, yeah. But so, how do you show up for yourself? <sighs> and do you show up for yourself in the same capacity that you show up for other people? Mm.
1: So I used to show up for other people more than I showed up for myself. Yeah. And as I have attempted to age gracefully, I've realized <laughs> that I need to pour into myself a little bit more. Um, because coming into my in late 30s, I realized I, my, comp- my cup was empty. So it's probably the last 5 years that I've really decided that okay I'm going to make a more conscientious effort to pour yeah. to myself. So yeah. I am very much obsessed with self-care. Um self-care is everything. There are like certain memberships that I just will not give up. Yeah. I don't care what's going on. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we might not take the toll road yeah. because we're going to use that money for the toll road. To make sure that this self-care something on the freaking budget is, is paid for, child. So um yeah, I I I really do believe in yeah. just like, you know, physical self-care because I feel like when I look good, I feel good. Yeah. Um, but then it, even internally, therapy. Mm-hmm. Pandemic started and I felt like I was crawling out of my skin. Yeah. Um, crawling out of my skin. And um There were moments where I would just like sit and just burst out into tears. Yeah. And I said, I need to go to therapy and started therapy February of 2020 and have not stopped. Yeah. I've switched therapists. I've (laughs) quit on a couple, but I feel like we got the right one now. But therapy has been um, so critical for me to just like. Preserve my sanity, yeah. But then to also just make sure that like I am I'm doing the work, and I have someone who's holding me accountable and asking me the difficult questions, um, and making sure that I'm I'm I am taking care of myself. Yeah. So um, those are some of the ways that I do it. There are other ways too.
0: (laughs) We won't get into those. Child, I I, I'm with you. I feel (laughs) like for me though, I it's the the emotional. Is is how I've had to learn to show for myself because I'm such an empathetic person and a great listener to other people's problems. I feel deeply for others when they are going through things. You I feel do. their pain, their sadness, and I take all of that on
1: and on, on a metaphysical level,
0: like literally, really do. like I like literally. It keeps me up at night sometimes, or wakes you up. In the or wakes of me day. up. Sorry,
1: friend, girl, love you.
0: <laughs> bitch, you okay over
1: there? 3
0: a.m. in the morning. What's going on? <laughs>
1: Spirit woke me up. Spirit.
0: Check on your friends. It was like, wake up, bitch. (laughs) Check on your friend. Which one?
1: Nicole. (laughs) That's
0: me. But I had to invest that same level of intuitiveness with myself Mm -hmm. and understand my triggers, my emotions. On just like not a surface level, but a really deep level like it's crazy um just how much I've been able to unlock so for me it's been the showing up for myself on a on a um emotional internal yeah. basis and just trying to um again nurture the the little person in me you know a little person who you know who f- never felt hurt or you yeah. know what I mean you know what I mean and it's wow. just really trying to um Be better, like be in a more, a better emotional place, better mental place, a better, a better spiritual place. Um, and pour into myself the same way that I pour into others, um, when they're dealing with, you know, whatever it is that that they're dealing with. So,
1: well, let me just say, I, within the last, I mean, I know it's been a conscientious effort for you, but within the last six, seven, eight months, I have noticed that difference. I really have. And it's been, fantastic to kind of have a front row seat to your your growth, your development, yeah. your evolution. Um Really,
0: you should have met me in my twenties, child. But well, what I, I hear, your child, you're the You, your baby, you, on you
1: wheels. should you have met wheels. me back
0: in the day when I was in high school, girl. <laughs> high Hell school twenties is girl, what I heard. You know, thank God for delivery. Oh, I say so that's a lot. I, thank God for delivery. I have been delivered. I still have work to do, yes. but I have. I am being delivered. But yes, all of the other things mm-hmm. too. The, the items, like I was never really into makeup, mm-hmm. and. You know, again, le- <laughs> leaning into my tribe. Tribe. My girls. You know, like mm-hmm. getting into those kind of things. It obviously. Looks, you
1: look stunning,
0: I, with I, or without you know what? I've always been a natural person. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm I mean, always been I, a natural I, beauty. I, but I have been though. Like facts. <laughs> facts. <thanks. laughs> always been a natural person. So, this whole like little dabbling into like makeup and all that is, is, yes. is something new to me, but I like it. I'm getting better at it. I
1: appreciate it. Like, I've had, I've had a
0: lot of work, You're I have a t- lot of assistance. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, thank you. But, yeah.
1: So, you made a comment earlier, um, and I know we're, we have questions that came in. We told y'all to ask us questions, and y'all did. You came through. So, we're gonna we love the questions, love by them, the way. So, we're going to take some them. time to answer them. Yes. Um, but I, you did make a comment just around um, kind of, Growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I know I personally did not want this to be a conversation about parents. Right. Because at the end of the day, our, oh, parents, we, our parents are great. They're fantastic. Yes. And they did the best that the they could absolute best they that they had. Could, yes. um, and, and I hope my
0: kids say the same. Um, Girl, they're going to say something else, but it's OK because we did the best that we could nobody's unscathed nope. it's just, it's right. levels there's,
1: there's levels it's levels okay. the, the goal is to be a little better than the ne- the, the last exactly. generationally yes mm-hmm. um and so i think about um my my mom right who came from a completely different country came from jamaica was very focused on goals getting things i guess make, making sure that we were positioned to be successful um and truly living out that american dream But with that, so goal-focused, that didn't necessarily create space for um, emotion Mm -hmm. to be present. So if there was a failure, there was, you know, failure was not an option. Yeah. Um, And if we were sad on account of something because we weren't chosen, um, having emotion around that wasn't an option. And so when you ask the question, what are some of the things you do to kind of nurture the the little girl that's still inside of me? Those two things do stand out. You know, I, I make sure that I know that if I don't win every time I look for the lesson. Right. Um, and what was the, the opportunity there, um, that the learning opportunity there for me. Yeah. Um, and I am very, very much tapped into my emotions now. Like, I used to sit on them to the point where, you know, it they they consumed me. Yeah. But now I when they are at a place where they want to come out, I let them come out. You do. I do. You know, I'll be a crybaby. You cry in a minute, child. I'll be like, is she crying? Okay, yes, yeah, she is. I'll okay. be a crybaby. Yeah. I just, I just, I I feel yes, you do. You do. I feel very deeply. And that's where I think you and I connect. Like, yeah. you you feel very very deep. and intensely. And I feel very deeply, but then, you know, this, the thug tears are going to come out. But, like, I allow myself to yeah. have those moments mm-hmm. because um, sitting on them feels very inauthentic. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I allow myself to show up authentically in those spaces because if not, I mean, I'm I'm tr- go back to the last episode, trying to live up to a standard that society yeah. has kind of placed on me. And at the end of the day. I...
0: And sitting on all those emotions is mental. Trust me. The I know. It's so worst. It's the, girl, it eats you from the inside out. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I don't think it's, I think it's, crying is just the release at this point for oh, me. Yes. Because sitting on that and even talking through it, you know what I mean? Like not just crying it out, but being able to communicate right. the feeling and put words to that. And that's been the work for me, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to yeah. verbalize and speak to what I'm feeling, mm-hmm. my emotions, why I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling, right, right? Um, has been super important. And so, yeah, I agree with you a thousand percent. Like, letting that shit out is it's it's non-negotiable at this point. <laughs>
1: Because, like, it has to be. It has to be. Because think about it. It's like a pressure cooker. You got to right. you gotta slowly let the steam out. You just And if you don't, what's going to happen? It's going to be overpressurized, oh burnt pieces. And the top is going to blow. blow. Yes. It's going to blow top. She mean. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like probably a good segue to the questions. Yes. We had some really great questions that were asked. A lot but yeah we're not gonna go through all of them no we're gonna we're gonna
0: do some tonight do maybe some tonight. T- a couple tonight and then do a couple yeah. um sense. next week mm-hmm. uh so we're just gonna kind of replace what's popping with the questions
1: here whole I know
0: Apple. but I just wish that like you just slow it down, Jenny. what slow down the pores Pores we're on the pores Child. What do you Okay. Call, I don't even know because when the champagne starts pouring, I, I start drinking I really told fast. Somebody I was
1: like, "When the champagne starts coming, my mouth gets reckless."
0: So. It just does. Like I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm drinking way too fast. But anyway, so we got a question. The question is: Should a married person be friends
1: with an ex? No, and why? You made a decision to get married. And you took vows, and marriage is—it's a a commitment, it's a serious commitment. And um, unless, like, you are in business with that ex, and there's a need Mm. for a conversation, yeah. um, Which I don't know why you would still be in business Business with an ex, right? Um, Yeah, no. I mean, let that thing go. Doors are closed. Doors closed for a reason. Trust the universe. Yeah, Um, and. That relationship didn't work out. You chose to move on and to level up, and so yeah. No. Why?
0: Exactly. I agree. I say no as well. I feel like <clears throat> you know, to your point, the, the relationship ended for a reason. I mean, you were once intimate with this person. They've seen you <laughs> <laughs> inside and they've out. Seen the jewels and the quick <laughs> they've, hair. Seen, they've seen all of it. You <clears throat> know, I mean, I don't know. Like, if your partner or your the person that you're with is not comfortable with it as a married person, then mm-hmm. I would just Say no. I mean, it's it's just not worth it. Like, why, like, interrupt the peace in your relationship to be yeah. friends with somebody who you once dated and it just didn't work right. out.
1: Yeah, I used to use this analogy around like doors being left open, and, and um, yeah. when you have doors that are left open, yeah, anybody can kind of like yeah creep through, creep through, yeah. slide under, just open the door, kick the door down. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and so. It's best to just ensure that those doors yeah, are closed. Close. I and mean, lock them. And
0: you know, exes always spin the block and
1: <laughs> they always spin the, the block. Child, and I had an ex try to spin the block right. like three or four months ago. I was like, What? I had to I had to make I rang the alarm. <laughs> I rang the alarm. But ex from 14, 15 years. Oh ago, see what I'm the talking block. 14 and 15 years. He's
0: spinning spin the block job. after 15 years. Ben. That is ridiculous. And my mom used to always say, like, this is, you know, back in the day, I had this ex who would just constantly spin the block. And Mm -hmm. I would be like, mom, is so-and-so reached out. And she was just like, girl, you don't want nothing. Mm -hmm. And he didn't. He didn't want nothing. All he wanted to see is if he reached out, if I would be open to a conversation. Yeah, He did not want an absolute thing. Like, he would be like, let's go do this Mm -hmm. and do that and never follow through. So they don't want nothing. They just want to see sometimes, most of the times. If the door is still open to them.
1: Yeah. And I think it's really important to just go back in time and think about like, what's the reason why y'all broke up? Did you leave the situation or did they leave the situation? And, you know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, don't stay where you're not welcome and don't stay where you're not valued. And so if there was any of that that held true, keep the doors closed, deadlocked, bolted up. Yeah. Do what you got to do, move on, be happy with your married self. Exactly. So, our answer
0: is no, we do not think it's okay to be friends with an ex if you're married. Next question.
1: So, um, oh my gosh, it's on my phone. I have it. You have it? Okay, Okay, yeah. (laughs) So, the next question
0: is what's the impact of social media on relationships or marriages? Were they better off before the social media era?
1: Oh gosh. So, we kind of talked about this with our, um, collab with Crew Season. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, one of the things that I had said was, you know, don't believe what you see on social media because social media tries to paint a very fairy tale esque picture of how relationships are and potentially should be. And the reality is, is that relationships, it's, it's blood, sweat, and tears and roll your sleeves up. And nine times out of 10, it's, and I'm not trying to take away from it because the, I think on the other side of it and the benefit of being in a relationship is so much greater than what I'm about to say. But I mean, it's like clocking into your second and or third job, right? It's work. It's if, every if, you, day. if you want it to be something that feels fulfilling, it's work. work. Um, and so what you miss out on when you're looking at social media is how much work actually goes into being in a successful and happy relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, what social media does, it's it's like a commercial, right? It shows the the best parts of that it, best. but it doesn't show the reality where like yeah. there are times where shit feels miserable and deplorable. Yeah, but like you have to figure out how you want to work with your partner to yeah. make, to to get out of that. Yeah. So, um, I do think social media has glamorized relationships, and I do think a tv has also glamorized relationships especially when you look at these reality shows right yeah people these wedding reality shows yeah of people who seemingly look so happy and so in love but remember those cameras shut off at some point and And reality sets in reality sets in and we're not seeing what their life is like 24 7 if anything we're seeing them at the peak and height of of their in loveness if you will mm-hmm. um, we're not seeing them on the other side when they realize oh we're not planning a wedding oh now we have to actually figure out how to how to make this shit exist work with yeah. each other right now that the cameras are on yeah um so I think you've got to take social media with a grain of salt and realize yeah. that like not all that glitters is gold yeah. and relationships require work yeah and don't believe what you see on social media
0: I agree I think that like a, a, a lot of people compare themselves, their lives to what they see on social media. And I, I don't think that's healthy because to your point, like you see the glitz, you don't see like the behind the scenes and what happens like when they're not posting the good things. Right. I also think that it makes it difficult for people to trust. I think that is such a tool that is used for people who want to do, like, slick shit because you literally have, like, a plethora of, like, women, men at your fingertips, and all you have to do is just, like, slide in a DM, right? So I think that it increases (laughs) the level of temptation, and so if you have a person who can't necessarily control themselves, Mm -hmm. I think it can pose an issue in a relationship because it's not like, okay, I have to go out, meet a person. Now you can just talk to a person behind a fucking DM or whatever it is. Yeah. There's so many a people yeah. have got caught up in like the DMs. I mean, we talked about Adam Levine and in his mm-hmm. situation, reaching out to the, the, the Instagram model and sending her a DM and starting a relationship off that way. And I just mm-hmm. think that if a person does not have the self-control mm-hmm. that it takes to refrain from that type of activity, then that can also pose a problem or issue in the relationship and so the second part of the question were they better off before the social media era I would say yes and no because Mm -hmm. for all the bad I think that comes along with social media I also think that there's good I mean there's there's a lot of really great pages on social media that talks about how to have a healthy marriage Mm -hmm. how to have a healthy relationship So I think if your algorithm mm-hmm. is kind of tailored, clean it up. Yeah, clean your algorithm. Yeah, we do clean up your yeah. algorithm. If your algorithm is you know cleaned and tailored to only display the good in which social media has to offer and the things that are pouring into you and your relationship, I think it can be a benefit. But oh, if yeah. not, child, it's a mess. You have yeah. to really be careful. It's, yeah, a, slippery it's a fight slope. for your life situation, right?
1: It's a fight for your life situation. Fight for and your life. I think we underestimate. So social media, we 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 try to make it seem like it is a it is an entity that we are fighting against. But I, I really want to just encourage people to understand that like we can manage mm-hmm. what comes our way. <laughs> like my algorithm is rhythming right. right now, based she on is. what the fuck is going on First in my life. All, right? She was just like, I've cleaned out my algorithm. Yeah, I'm I like to clean what it up? You about just like I am? I had to clean it up, and now it is on beat. We are in a rhythmic dance, right? Like, if I had not cleaned it up, I promise you, it would have me in a very different headspace right yeah. now than where I am. That's today. true. You
0: have to be intentional and mindful about mm. like. The images, the content Mm -mm. that you let into your space In your mental space. Because your
1: spirit will be taken over by it. It will. And you think that it is happening to you. But I implore you all to understand that you you have control over it and you are happening to it. So if Mm. you take the steps to be very intentional about the accounts that you follow, the accounts that you unfollow. That you like. The and the things that you like, you like yeah, and the content that you comment on yeah you will you will have better alignment yeah than you realize yeah
0: and i also think it's a distraction too like a lot of times i'm out you know eating dinner on a date with my own husband or with you all and i see a couple together and all you see is like both of them oh, like this right, all yeah. their phones scrolling through instagram mm. i just think that's ridiculous and i just think that Social media can also be a distraction if you don't watch it, you know what I mean? And put a limitation on when you will and won't um, allow yourself to be consumed by it. I agree.
1: Life is about balance. And so never, I always use the concept of over-indexing. Avoid over-indexing on anything in life, whether it's a friendship, a relationship, alcohol, TV, social Social media, media, sex, whatever the case may be. Find balance
0: okay and with that <laughs>
1: we my, go, we go, <laughs> no, okay
0: I, we got a toast to that Yeah,
1: you don't want to over index on sex you right you don't okay. you have a whole porn addiction we talked about no it. we
0: talked about it but she, and, and, and tamara said there's no such thing and she also said I there's no such thing as having too much sex so you oh. can't over index on sex child but that's okay, okay. all right Jesus, we, i digress she you we do that I, I, I digress because we could go ahead and wrap this episode right. okay we're going to cheers now or after, child. Okay, follow us. Uh, okay, thank you guys for tuning
1: into the show. <laughs> We're here. Wild. we going to make it. Okay, thank, thank you so real. much for tuning into the Champagne Wise podcast. Listen. A whole lot of y'all have started to follow us, and I, we love we, you. like big hearts, big, the big big, hearts. big, big heart, big hearts, big eyes. and we are wrapping up season three. We're not done yet, so don't trip, but we are on the downside of this season, and it has taken us through the ringer, but we have been here. We have shown We're up sh- and we pushed through. We pushed through and it's because we love y'all. And we are so excited for all of the new folks that have, joined the train, joined the ride and so excited about episode season four and all the episodes that we're going to have for y'all. So stick around, stay tuned. But if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Champagne Wives podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Champagne Wives underscore podcast. We're going to get better at TikTok because we have dropped the ball on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then on YouTube, Champagne Wives podcast. We're there. Thank y'all. We love you. Watch y'all. our videos and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe on subscribe, YouTube. Yeah. I mean, Instagram, y'all are going hard and we love y'all for that. Yes. YouTube, and keep submitting your questions. Yeah, yes. Because we don't have all the answers, but we're gonna tell you from our perspective. If we don't know the answers, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find mm-hmm.
0: out. We'll do our research child. That's what happens
1: when you got earth science chat. <laughs> so anyway, cheers to you. Cheers, babe. Love you, boo. Love Bye, you. Y'all. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye y'all.